Hey, sweets. Can you believe it's the end of season two and the end of 2021? I mean, uh, what? This is crazy. And you know, it's really crazy to see how the power of my platform and my business, my my worldwide baby, the Mona Lisa Bakes, created the pathway to get back into podcasting. Cookies and Conversation podcast has always been about the raw and real the thick of it all, the highs and lows and everything in between. When I first started this podcast, I was battling a deep depression and I was preparing myself for what I didn't know would be an essential part of my healing. Season one was all about healing and us being vulnerable with ourselves, the shadow work that's required in order to reach our highest self. Season two came around and it's really just been focused on our growth and our elevation in this year collectively collectively we've acknowledged where we were we've embraced where we are today and where we want to be so i want to thank you so much for being here for supporting me and loving me and the podcast in all of the ways that you do i take pride in playing such a role in your life and i really am so grateful for how much you all care about what i have to say whether it's a post or me rambling on here saying God knows what, venting about God knows what. I've always known myself to be a vessel of peace and I'm humbled. I'm so humbled by the fact that you all, so many of you all, trust me with the parts of yourself that you normally don't touch on. Thank you for sharing my safe space with me, for healing and growing with me. And y'all, for those that have been hanging in here with me, y'all, y'all have heard everything. (laughs) y'all really have y'all really have most importantly i want to thank you for being your most authentic self with me through every interview every transparency talk and every open discussion so with that being said i've invited back some of your faves from previous episodes (laughs) your girl included your favorite baker and host come on to share recaps of our journeys you know what 2021 was for us and As always, as always, I hope you gain a little bit of goodness and I hope you hear something that makes you want to free yourself from what no longer serves you. So I want to thank you for giving me a chance to touch your life and to look at things just a little differently. Thank you so much for an amazing year. Season three is right around that corner. It's coming soon. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy to have you here. I love you. I'm grateful. Here's to us. Here's to us. Come on. And here's to 2022. Let's get it. Hi, my name is Devin and I'm from season one, episode nine of Cookies and Conversations podcast. 2021 has taught me so much about me and other people, specifically my family, because we've been stuck inside for the past year, but um, that's a completely different conversation for another day. Um, Anyway, one of my biggest takeaways from this year is reminding yourself that you don't owe anybody an explanation as to what you do for yourself and your mental health. You have to learn how to prioritize yourself and your needs in order to move on in your life and move on to the next thing. And it's also just important because you deserve it. You know, learning that the most basic needs shouldn't be labeled as self-care because that's a necessity. This year, I'd say I freed myself from maybe being scared to 
express myself and my appearance, probably. It wasn't necessarily a fear, but I don't, <laughs> sometimes I don't really like attention on me, but the, this year, these past few months, I realized that I deserve to be the main character, you know? I deserve to stomp on everybody's necks. Um, <laughs> it's made me more confident in everything that I do. Not necessarily like in how I look, cause I mean, I'm that girl anyway. But learning to express myself and my appearance has brought out a new, it's brought out a different side of creativity for me. And it's also created a new love for fashion that I have now. Confidence in my art and my schoolwork and talking to people. Actually, I've gotten a lot of compliments on my looks. So this this is your sign to just, just do it. Do that bold makeup look that you always wanted to do. Wear the crop top, babe, you know? <laughs> this year, I've learned that privacy is important to me. It's always been important, but especially this past year, again, I've been stuck in the house. I've noticed a little bit more that I don't tell everybody every little thing, and I like it that way. Unless you're my mom or my roommate, I'm probably, <laughs> I probably won't tell you. And it's, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> That's just that's just what it is. Um, I just found that, you know, it's not even because I dislike people. It's not because I don't think people deserve to know certain things, but I just feel like personally, I don't feel the need to share everything. And maybe that's a good thing. I want to thank my sister Alicia for letting me on her podcast this past season. I love you. I love you and your daughter so much, even though she'd be kicking me sometimes, but it's okay. And I can't wait to see what next year has in store for you in your business and I can't wait to see you and Tyler and your business grow. I love you so much and I'll see you when I come upstairs. So I think I would say my biggest takeaway from 2021 is that I am a lot stronger than I give myself credit for. And I think that I've learned to be strong in the face of adversity by being directly, you know, thrust into those situations. And I feel like you don't really learn, you don't really grow from those types of situations until you're put directly into them. And 2021 has definitely been one of the most challenging years I've experienced thus far. But one of the beautiful things is that challenges are often, and I think always a catalyst for growth. So I'm very grateful that in 2021, I've continued to focus on my, my growth mindset, and I look forward to bringing that and prioritizing that in 2022. My biggest takeaway from 2021, put yourself first, and literally everything will fall into place. Heal from the things that you are holding on to, whether it be past trauma, past hurt, or whatever, and let go of people that don't serve you in that moment. Goes back to what I said. You gotta put yourself first because at the end of the day, you matter and only you matter. Yeah, there are people outside, you know, that you care about, you love, but you're the only person that matters. And also, just relax. Shit. It's 2021. About to be 2022. There's ghetto out here. Omicron is still running rampant. We can't do it. 
So just have your cocktail if you if you're of age and just sit down somewhere or throw your blunt or something. Sasha, I was on season two, episode four of the Cookies and Cardbo podcast. Today, I wanted to grace you guys with five lessons that I've learned in 2021. The first one is zoom out, recognizing the progress that I've made over time versus the progress that I've made in the now. You know, recently, I kind of been feeling like you know, I haven't made that much progress in my life overall, but I was thinking about who I was four years ago and my therapist was kind of working through this with me. And she was like, you're a completely different person than who you were, you know, four years ago when we first started therapy. So that has kind of humbled me into thinking that I'm, constantly evolving and while in six months it seems like a lot a lot has changed overall my life has changed for the better next is giving others grace if you know anything about me i struggle with this a lot i have very little patience giving people place to be themselves understanding that they're human that they also make mistakes and just allowing them places grow in my life even this does not mean let people treat you like shit but it means people make mistakes and you should allow people to make mistakes and give people grace it's not my job to fix anything i think that is the major thing I have to let people live their own lives, even if I don't agree. The next thing is gratitude. Um, As humans who live in a first world country, we tend to overlook the little things and then we only want to be grateful when we, you know, no longer have the things that we have when we're down on our luck. So being mindful every day and being grateful for all the things that I have that I could so easily not have has really put me in a better mind space daily, especially with Omarion rolling around. So definitely gratitude and having under gratitude. Number four, you always first. Thinking that I had to love somebody and in loving them, I forgot all about me in so many different ways. And when I say I will never make that mistake again, even in dating now, I have things to do and I'm going to do them. Whoever I date needs to understand that I'm a priority. And just in general, outside of dating, just making promises to myself and keeping them. I struggle with that so much. I'm a person that if I promise you something, I'm gonna show up and do it. But I was not doing that for myself. So I think just remembering you first, always. And lastly, it's okay to fail. 
let's just go back to early 2021. I just struggled with the idea of failing in public. And the fear of failing in public really hindered me in a lot of ways. For example, my last relationship, I should have left long before I left. And because I didn't, I stayed in a situation that was harmful to me, all because I didn't want to feel like my relationship failed because I caped so hard on how much I loved someone. I didn't want to be embarrassed. If you actually grow back to my, the, I think first podcast I did with, um, Senia for on adulting with wine for our manifestation. I talked about that. I was just like, I'm scared to do XYZ or say I'm gonna do XYZ because I'm I'm scared of failing out loud. And she was just like, girl, what are you talking about? And thank thank you, Senia, for for saying that to me. And I think we talked about that both times. We've recorded because we've recorded a midway segment as well. I don't care if I fail anymore. Failure just means that you need to change your plan. It doesn't mean that what you are going to do doesn't work out. Is that going to work out? You just need to shift gears. That's what I've been doing. And it's been so freeing. But thank you guys. For listening to me and the five things that I've learned in 2021. What has 2021 taught me? Striving for certain parts of my life to be close to perfect is ridiculous and to just continue to do the best I can by putting the most effort into things that mean the most to me. It's important that I start each day intentionally to be a bit better than I was the day before, at least in some aspect of my life. I wanna continue, continue to be good to people, in some cases, even when they're being a jackass. That can be hard, but taking the higher road was never said to be easy. I gain perspective in the realm of all types of relationships, but they can absolutely change over the course of time. Some grow warmer as a result of shared experiences and increased intimacy. Some grow cold when belief systems change on fundamental issues. And for some people, that could be politics these days. Um, Others continue to grow regardless of whether or not you speak or visit with that friend regularly. Those relationships are incredible because you carry those people around in your heart and mind as part of who you are. It's also okay to let go of people when their presence in your life no longer makes you feel good and only brings chaos or other negative feelings to your life. Having peace in your life is everything. Learn to live on in peace from the inside out. Don't let the chaos happening around you become the chaos in your mind and ultimately the orchestrator of your life. You can start by realizing that the best thing you can do for your life is to thank your creator and give him all of your worries, cares, and troubles daily. He will help you and is actually the only being that can be there for you through everything. Understand that 
if you insist on taking the reins and trying to fix everything yourself, that he will absolutely step back and let you do that. The first step is to welcome him into your entire life. All right, enough preaching. I guess I've always known this, but I want to do many more things in a day than possible. I need to prioritize. That's what I need to do. I need to create a, like a roadmap of sorts to guide my passions, keep me on track and provide a clearer path for myself in achieving my goals. I know that it's never too late to try new things. It's always too late to quit and stop trying to do more and be better. I'm going to say that one more time. It's always too late to quit and stop trying to do more and be better. I try to do too much at once and that doesn't work out. Ultimately, no progress is made. I have to pace myself and not get in my own way if I want to move ahead. I do want to say, Alicia, that in listening to this season of podcast, I'm pleasantly reminded that everyone has a story that you would never imagine they have. We come to conclusions about people based on what we see or experience. And for some people, we come to those conclusions based on what we hear about those people. In actuality, though, people are deeper and have more dimensions than we can initially believe. That being said, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, I would do it again if asked, because this was so fun. But I will look forward to hearing your future seasons. Seasons, Good luck and this and everything else that you are doing and accomplishing and growing and being. I love you as your mama. I'm out. You know, 2021 has been so eye-opening. It's been so crazy. It's been so fulfilling. There were so many highs and lows. There were, why am I already about to cry? Oh, why am I like this? (laughs) You know, 2021 was rough. You know, especially coming fresh off of 2020. I didn't know what was going to come. No one ever really knows what's going to come, but I literally did not know. Let's let's talk about it. I was battling depression. I experienced PTSD from a couple of relationships, but specifically and unfortunately the one with my child's father. The crazy part is that even though I feel very fulfilled looking back from where I was to where I am now, that's still the part of my life that does not have closure. It doesn't have any room for me to be myself and it doesn't you know it kind of still leaves me in the dark so yes I'm going into 2022 very fulfilled very fulfilled but I'm still in the dark about a lot of things I think we all are to a certain degree and that's where God and our faith comes in and that's something that I have been working on relentlessly diligently it's not that i don't have faith in him the issue is am i (laughs) able to fully surrender to what has yet to come to the unknown am i willing to release control i'm a virgo y'all know this about me i like having control not in a in an overbearing kind of way but i like to know (laughs) what's happening around me and i have to understand the fact that i don't have control over that a lot of the time none of us do none of us do so it's a one day at a time kind of thing so i'm really going into 2022 with the mindset of you know what alicia surrender that is my word and if i'm not surrendering and y'all keep up with me hold my ass accountable (laughs) okay 
please, like dead ass, hold me accountable. <laughs> I think my biggest takeaway, my biggest lesson from this year is to stop engaging with people that are committed to misunderstanding, mistreating me, and disrespecting me, to be honest. I think for so long, people got used to me not having boundaries or to just give passes and be like, yeah, okay, it's cool. Man, we are so over that shit. <laughs> I've been over that shit. You know, like I came into this year ready to just let shit go. I didn't care who I was letting go. I didn't care what I was letting go because the ultimate goal was to get to my best and my highest self. Y'all, this year I fell in love with myself off the strength of my boundaries and the prioritizing of my self-care alone. And in that, I still found that the biggest impact on my relationship with myself is literally engaging with the people that are committed to mistreating me, mishandling me, disrespecting me, committing to misunderstanding me, all of them. And it's been a tough journey, especially when love is involved. It's very hard. You have to pick and choose your battles. I, I've done a really good job at handling my triggers. I still experience them, yes, as of late, because Rayvon does not speak to me again. It's hard, it's really hard. You know, everything I do is for my daughter. Everything I do is for her. So I'm making sure that the battles that I pick and choose to fight in, the ones that I choose to participate in, the ones I'm like, you know what? I might could fade a little bit. I make sure that not only my child, of course she always says, but I always try to make sure that I come out unscathed because the more you invest your time and your energy into these people, you're holding yourself back. So what did I gain this year? I gained a peace of mind. I gained a better relationship with myself. I'm still hard on myself, but I can't tell you the last time I was in love with myself to this degree. And it feels so good. I'm such a crier. Wow. Why am I like this? Oh my God. <laughs> it feels so good. And it's so freeing. Like I have freed myself from a very limited relationship with myself. Like I always knew I was that girl. I always knew that. But the moments where I slept on myself and didn't give myself credit. Yes, I'm kicking myself in the ass about it. But it's the fact that now I can acknowledge it. I can acknowledge her. Even when she was down, I can still acknowledge that part of me. It is so hard. The real ones, the ones that genuinely keep up with me, check on me, look out for me. Y'all know, y'all know, these last few years have been rough. 2020 was rough. 2021 was healing, but it was rough. Good and bad. We all have our fair share of good and bad. I'm very grateful to have freed myself from thinking that I wasn't enough I'm so grateful oh my god for for freeing myself of all of the things and the people that uh, that served the unhealthy parts of me that I had a hard time letting go not necessarily because of codependency but literally because I was afraid of what has or what had yet to come i'm so proud of myself i gained a different sense of pride in myself and it feels so fucking good oh man i'm such a crier i'm so proud of myself wow and if you know me you know it's it's very hard for me to say those words 
is very hard. I'm so proud of myself because I didn't think this time last year, I did not think that I would be here today saying this to you. Oh boy, I did not realize how heavy my prompt questions were going to be. (laughs) And I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it feels heavy because I... For a long time, I wasn't choosing myself. And this year, I committed to choosing myself. Whatever it looked like, whatever it entailed, I chose myself. Did I have moments when I chose other people? Yes. Because I care, because I love them, and maybe certain circumstances. But I chose myself overall. And this shit feels so good. Like, I feel so goddamn liberated. I still have a lot of work to do, but I feel so good. So good. And I think the biggest thing I learned about myself this year is just the fact that I am capable. And just because I'm down, it doesn't mean that I stay there. I've always known myself to be a warrior. I've been strong and kicking ass since I came out the womb. Shout out to my mama so proud of myself bro and I think what I've learned the most about this journey is just the fact that growth there's someone that I unfortunately cut off this year he was a huge part of my life um, for several years and what I admire the most about him and what he always sparked in me is the fact that growth is inevitable it's never ending he said to me that if someone were to put a cap on his growth What is the point of everything? What is the point? We all have goals we want to accomplish. There are rooms that we want to be in. There are people that we want to share the same space with. There are things that we need to see. Parts of ourselves that that deserve so much nurturing. So much nurturing. If anybody gets in the way of my growth, I'll be damned. And I think him saying that to me, actually, it was... 2019 when he said that but it's hitting me in this moment and just his presence in my life has always inspired me to literally heal and choose myself and grow to never stop growing and although he and I aren't you know good anymore I'm so grateful for him shout out to Marcus it's all love always you know sometimes you have to outgrow people to get to where you need to be And he was in my life for many years to the point where he helped me fall back in love with myself. I don't think I've ever known a person that can inspire me the way that he did. And continues, even though we are not walking the same path. Maybe we'll cross paths later down the road. But I'm so grateful for Marcus. Shout out to you. And so I can stop rapping. (laughs) You know, with us going into... 2022 i want all of you to free yourself from what doesn't serve you i want you to continue to choose yourself i want you to always live an authentic and unapologetic life because that is how your life started why stop that you deserve everything that's good and i love you i'm so proud of you i'm so fucking proud of you i'm proud of us i'm so proud of us It's literally only up from here, each and every time.
Yo, what's going on with y'all? This is George. Um, Cookies and Conversation family, welcome back. Um, it's good to be here with Alicia again. I love Alicia, y'all. I know y'all love Alicia, but I love Alicia's spirit. Uh, I love what she's doing. I gotta get my hands on some cookies. I have not got my hands on no cookies yet, but but I'm, I'm getting those soon. Um, but it, it's good to be back with y'all. Alicia asked that I come on again, um, and I'm honored and gracious. I'm mean, thankful for her allowing me the space um, to, to come and share some things that I've learned, some ways that I've grown this year, some things that I think could benefit somebody else today. And so I'm going to just share a few things, right? And I'm going to start with this. Use your friends, y'all, right? I've always, my whole life, been looking at myself as like the glue guy in my friend groups, right? So I help things move amicably. I help things move smoothly. I make things about my friends, right? I look at myself i've always made myself the person who's like make sure everybody's comfortable make sure everybody's cool make sure everybody having a good time you know what i'm saying um and so i do a good job at making other people the main characters right this is typically what people love about me right per se right people like that i can make people feel special right and so in ways it can be a, it can be a good thing right but as we all know being a part of a well functioning um, well-oiled machine of a friendship, it takes more than you being the person who is serving other people. Part of being a good friend is that you have to give vulnerability up. You can't just be the person who takes on vulnerability. And that's what I've been for most of my life. I've been a person that like, yo, I'll hear you out. I'll listen to your problems, right? I'll help you out with whatever issues you got going on, man. Let me make you comfortable. Let me, let me help you, right? And that's who I've been for most of my life. But I realized that I had not been being a good friend by doing that. Because like we said, part of being a good friend is not just taking on your friends' burdens, but it is using your friends, unloading some burdens on your friends. And I've always had a fear of whether it was being in the way, talking too much, wearing out my welcome. These are things I've been battling all my life that I cannot, if you ask me for it, I cannot trace it back to what that came from or where that came from. But these are things that reside in me. And so they they take away from my friendships where I think my friendships are are working well and they're doing right. Whenever it is time for me to be the main character, when there's something big happening in my life that I need someone to talk to, that I need to unload on somebody, I do not do that. Right. I have not been a friend that unloads the, the, the baggage that's happening in my life on my friends. And it has only hurt myself in the friendship. And I've seen right in the past year what happens when I do decide to unload some of those burdens that I got in my life on my friends. And I've seen beautiful things happen. And and I just want to talk to just speak this into somebody today who's dealing with with that, who might who might be built cut from the same cloth I'm from, whereas you always make it about other people or you feel shy about the spotlight being on you or you feel like you never want. Like, I don't even wear shades, y'all, because I feel like shades just be bringing too much attention. Like, I'm I'm not even I, whatever looks like I'm making it about me or making myself the main character. I'd be like, nah, I don't want that. And I don't want that for y'all, though. Like, I don't want that for y'all because it will hurt your friendships to not unload burdens on your friend. And so uh, that was the thing I learned this year. Uh, and I'm and I'm grateful for learning. I learned it to, from toward the end of this year right and so that's been a beautiful thing to learn and then another thing is 
Yo, you've got to understand that everybody does not care, right? Or, 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 or a lot of people cannot understand the journey that you on, right? A lot of my worldview comes from my relationship with Christ, right? I believe in Jesus Christ, right? And so that informs a lot of my decision making. That informs a lot of how I view people, how I view relationships, how I view friendships, how I view uh, a, a myriad of things, right? But everybody does not understand your journey, right? Some people want to understand, but they can't understand. Some people don't want to understand, and, and what I want to tell some of y'all who are dealing with that same thing, when you trying to, you are moving a certain way in your life and it is looking unrecognizable to people around you. I want to encourage you, right, to, to not demonize the people who don't understand where you coming from right now. That just because they don't understand right now does not make them nasty or evil or make them the bad person or the villain right it's it's not that they just don't understand they 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 simply don't understand it and 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 that is okay it is fine to rest in being misunderstood i know a lot of people i was talking with my friend k right alicia know and some of y'all might know him matter of fact man he was he's been he's big on this like some people cannot cannot let it go with being misunderstood we all are kind of like that to an, to an extent if i can explain this away like no 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 if you just give me the chance to explain it away for you like no 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 you you don't really dislike what i just did let me explain it for you and i think that's cool but sometimes we've got to learn to be at peace with the fact that you can be misunderstood and i know that's unsettling that's unsettling to be misunderstood when you feel like you can write that ship, when you feel like you can explain it away, when you could uh, when you have a rationale that will explain that what your the decision you made, the, your thought, pro, your thought process behind the thing. Right. It's it's frustrating. It hurts. It can make you sad. Right. It make you feel like you're on an island and make you feel like you're alone. Y'all know what I know. Right. But you have to refrain from that feeling of. Well, this person is nasty because they don't understand. Like, you don't got to do that. Next point, yo, was we're going to talk about forgiveness, right? Forgiveness is a part of life, y'all, that if not mastered, will master you. If you do not master the art of forgiving, you will be mastered by it. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I, whew, this is big because. Look, f forgiveness, it springs out of a recognition of gratitude in your own life, right? It is so hard to forgive when you feel like you've never done anything unforgivable. It's so hard to forgive when you yourself think you've never been guilty. It's, it's, it's a tough thing to do to forgive when... When you have somehow rinsed your record clean of all the times you've messed up, all the times you've done people foul, all the times you've lied, you've stolen, you've been conniving, you've omitted details, you, you've, you've done a lot of things that you've needed forgiveness for. But the way we work, you and I work, we easily discard those things. We forget those things easily. That ain't what we journal down. We don't put that in our diaries. We don't put in our diaries how I messed up today. Like Moesha did it. She did it on her show. Moesha did it on her show. But we we don't we don't do that. 
And so we easily forget, which makes it harder to forgive because in order to forgive, you have to have a serious understanding of, of gratitude, right? And, and you, like me, understand that gratitude, your, your greatest feelings of gratitude towards a person come when that person has sacrificed for you. Right, that 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 the, your greatest feelings of gratitude are aimed towards a person that have sacrificed on your behalf, and you've been indebted to, but you cannot even pay them back. Those are the people I have. I am most indebted to. I'm most indebted to people who sacrificed for me when I haven't been able to give back to them. And so, forgiveness is tied to your gratitude, and your gratitude is tied to the people who sacrificed for you, right? And why I told y'all, like a lot of my framework, my worldview comes from my understanding of, of of who Jesus Christ is, right, and what He's done for me, and how He sacrificed on the cross for me, right? And and so I always have. I am able to forgive, not because I'm a special person or because I got this, you know, this will that y'all don't got or I got this skill that y'all don't got. It's not that I'm able to forgive because I have a person who I am indebted to who I could never pay back. And you have to do the work in your own life of finding those moments in time when you did unforgivable things that you were forgiven for. That's the only way. The only way you can you can find it in you to forgive somebody else is if you have an understanding and acute awareness of the times in your life where you were indebted to somebody and they didn't expose you for it. When somebody caught you doing foul stuff and they didn't expose you for it. When you caught dead to right and they didn't expose you for it. You have to learn to record that, to write that stuff down. I know that stuff is not hot. That's not the sexy stuff to write down, but that's the stuff that's going to help you do the hard things to love differently. Right. And in first uh, John four nineteen it says we love because he first loved us. Right. And you can fill that in with anything it, it, believers. I'm talking to believers right now. Right. We we love because he first loved us. Right. In the same way you could fill that in with we forgive because he first forgave us. Right. That. Because I am so grateful for her sacrifice that he did for me, the sacrifice that he made for me who didn't deserve it. I am now able to when people treat me bad, when people treat me wrong, I am able to say I will forgive them regardless because there is a person, there's a man who forgave me when I didn't deserve it. And so the key to being able to forgive is being grateful, having an acute sense of gratitude. Um, and without that, you can't do it. You can't forgive without without having somebody without remembering the times when you've been nasty, without having an acute sense of gratitude in your own life, understanding people you've been indebted to in your life. I got two more points, y'all, so I ain't, ain't going to be long. But every single day, y'all, every single day, you are building a man. Every single day, you are building a man. You are building a woman every single day. The actions, your responses, the things you take initiative on, the way you use your words, all of those things are building a man, building a woman day by day, day to day. Those actions, those little things, those little decisions, those the way you choose to respond, how you use your words, right? All those things are building a person. 
and a, a, a way that we mess ourselves up a lot of times is because we we all easily are able to like a lot of us can do this thing. Where we can tell people what we want in the future. Like, I want this in the future. I want to be here five, 10 years from now. I want my relationship to be like this. I want to be a communicator on this level. I want to be this type of person in the future. But right now, we do not do the things day to day that build into that person. We have to understand that life is, is an accumulation, right? That, that, that we, in order to become what we want to become later, we have to look at things, the decisions we make day to day. We have to look at how we treat these individual days as urgent. These are urgent matters. We cannot bypass days. Just say, I'm going to be nasty today and be like, ah, but I'm still going to become this person in the future. Like, oh, this stuff is just, that's fine. I'm going to become this. Life doesn't work like that, y'all. And, and if we've been real, y'all know this. Right. This, this works in every place. Right. It works in physical fitness. It works in developing character. It works in developing skills at a job. Right. It, this works everywhere that you cannot become what you do not cultivate. Right. You cannot become what you are not chiseling away at right now. You can point to a, 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 a body type that you want to look like in the future. But until you focus Day by day, day to day, disciplining yourself to become that later, you will never become that. And the worst thing in the world is, is to know what you want to become and to really believe that you're going to get there and you get to that place where you said you would be different and you realize I'm not eligible. Oh, I'm not eligible. It's nothing like knowing what you knowing what you wanted to become. Then when you get there, you find out you're not eligible for it. And that happens because we take it. We do not take advantage of these days. We do not truly understand that every day we are building a man. Every day you are building a woman. Every day you are building up the character that is going to allow you to be that person that you want to be later. And so I would I, man, write it on a wall, write it on a card plaster it on your screen on your phone background like today i'm building a man today i'm building a woman and i think to the degree that you understand that man I, I think to the degree that you understand that every day you're building a man the more attention to detail that you will be the more you will be um in tune and locked in on on, on how you respond your actions right how good of a friend brother mother father you are like you you you'll 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 start to recognize things about yourself that like oh, I don't like that. And you wonder, right? Like how so many of us, how many of y'all have had a friend, right, who's had a mother or father who, who maybe you have said it yourself, I ain't gonna never be like my mother. I'm never gonna be like my father. I'm never gonna be like them in this way. And how many times have you seen that friend or if it been yourself, it maybe it's been you. You swore up and down that you was never going to become like your mother, like your father. And years pass and you find out you are <laughs> a duplicate. You are literally the person that you did not want to become. And it is because you cannot become what you do not cultivate. You can't you can't just become something else just by declaring it. You, you don't become who you want to be just by knowing what you want to be. You become what you want to be by Taking 
uh, every day seriously understanding that what I do from day to day will build who I become. I think, you know, I think when we understand that, we'll start to uh, uh, we'll start to do we'll start to see ourselves become amazing things we'll we'll stop seeing the rug get pulled from under us when we feel like we supposed to be stepping into this place where i'm eligible for this i'm eligible for that and you realize dang no i'm not and most people just get frustrated at that point and they don't understand they like what happened why can't i be this why why isn't this available for me and it's because we didn't realize that every single day we were building what we will become later you know, what seeds you choose to plant today matter. You got to make sure that every day you are planting the seed of the thing that you want to grow later. And then lastly, y'all, is, is this, man. Uh, love is patient, right? We didn't heard this stuff in, in scripture before, but love is patient. Love is kind, but I'm going to twist it right here. Love is patient. Love is kind, but love is shown toward the blind. Right. I told you, all my more my my framework, my worldview comes from uh, uh, being a believer in, in, in God and a, a big thing in our in our faith. And I think this is going to be helpful whether you believe in God or not. Right. It's this right. When Jesus when Jesus was on the cross. Right. He was being crucified by by the very people that he came to save. Right. The very people that he came down to earth to save were the same people who were crucifying him, giving him the most gruesome death ever. There's nothing like being crucified. The same people he came to sacrifice for that he is sacrificing for are the same people who are killing him. Right. And so what he says. Right. Because because imagine yourself in those shoes. What do we do when we are in the shoes when we have taken care of somebody when when we have uh, when we've paved the way for somebody when we've sacrificed for somebody when we've done somebody a good deal we've taken care of somebody and then they stab us in the back. Or they prove their ungratefulness or they turn their back on us. Like whatever the case is, how do we respond? We usually like, hey, bro, I'm done with you. Like you ungrateful, this and that. Like we're black. We black out. Right. And I understand I've been there. But this is what Jesus did when he was on the cross. The people he came to save who were indebted to him were killing him. And what he said in that moment was, God. Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. What I would what I would fill in the blanks or, or, or summarize or paraphrase that is, Lord, forgive them for they cannot see. Right. For they are blind. These people are blind. They cannot see. So forgive them because they don't know what they they're doing because they do not see me for who I really am. They do not understand who I am truthfully. They don't because if they understood who I really was, they would never do this to me. And the same for us, y'all, the, the same, the same for us is that when people are offending you, you have to understand that all of us, we all are blind. We all are blind in ways. Right. And when I say we all are blind, I'm saying, yo, we all are flawed human beings. Right. And from from our, my framework, from my, our, my Christian worldview. Right. We all are blind. We all are fallible. We all mess up. We all are sinners, right? We all do bad, right? We all are blind. But what we have to be able to do with other people is we have to, uh, we have to be able to look at people and when they offend us to understand that they're not, they don't see properly. So 
it's just like this. This was an analogy. My cousin, this is where it comes from. My cousin, we was teaching our teens um, at, at my church, uh, High Calling Ministries in Bowie, if y'all ever want to slide through. Um, what he was saying to the teens was, he said, man, a lot of times when we are offended, we look at the people that offend us, but we treat people like this, like we in a party, right? Say you in a party, you in a club, you in wherever, and a blind person step on your shoes. It's like we respond like as if a blind person stepped on our shoes and we max out and beat up the blind man. Like you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't beat up a blind man who you knew couldn't see. What you would say was, hey, bro, I am blown that you scuffed up my shoes. Like that was a problem. That's a problem. I am a little heated that you stepped on my shoes, that you offended me, that you I just I paid for these jones. These jones caused me a grip. But like, I'm going to forgive you. I understand that you didn't mean it because you could not see properly. And the point, y'all, is that these people who are offending you, they do not know who you are. They do not see you for who you really are. They do not see uh, uh, that you were created by God, that you they do not see that you are precious in his sight, that you are image bearers of God. They do not understand that you are a king, that you are a queen. They do not understand that you are royalty. They do not see you properly. They do not see you properly. And because they cannot see you properly. You need to take the offense that is dished towards you with a grain of salt because it is not that they see you properly and they treated you bad. The problem is that they cannot see you. They treat you that way. They treat you bad because they don't really know who you are. And so the key to being able to do what we was talking about earlier, like forgiving people, loving people unconditionally, like the, the key to being able to do that is to understand that people are blind and you have to be able to do what Jesus did on the cross, which is to say, God, this hurts. Like, ah, this is hurt. This is killing me. Like these people killing me, but forgive them. I'm going to forgive them because they don't know that I came to save them. And you got to do the same thing. They, they cannot see me properly. These people are blind. And, and and so, man, that's 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 really it, man. I'm I'm so glad that that I was able to be on here. I'm sorry. I really hope I ain't take up too much of your time. We on a 20 25 minute mark. Um but I I really just want to take some time again to really thank Alicia um and and really I I really just hope we all uh, are praying for Alicia and, and wishing and hoping the best for Alicia. She's doing a lot of beautiful, great things. I got to get my hands on some cookies. I got to get them cookies to my kids. I know I talked to her, um, not my children, but like my kids, my teens at the church. But um, I, I, she's doing beautiful things. I love her spirit. Um, I love her tone, her tenor. Uh, her, the peacefulness that she kind of has around this or she kind of got around her and so um, man I, I love Alicia um, and, and I'm just really praying that everything blows up for her uh, what she's doing with this podcast all the gifts she's got um, I'm, I'm just really thankful for for what she's doing the lives that she's impacting through her gifts um, and so man I love y'all I'm so honored gracious to be with y'all again on cookies and conversation and uh Man, if y'all want to reach me, dang, I cannot remember my Instagram handle. I think it's G-H-W-K-N-S, right? G-H-W-K-N-S, um, I believe. I could be wrong. That's crazy. But, um, man, I love y'all. Peace.
Y'all be safe as y'all get into the new year, man. Love.